Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. So young, you were a rookie uh, when you guys were in the Super Bowl. How, how did that experience shape what's happened since? And yeah, and especially as a leader and what you can pass on to, to the younger guys now. Yeah, I mean, I, I look back at that moment and I can truly say that I really was in the moment and I, you know, I took it really really seriously, even though I was young. But, you know, when you're when you're young and naive, you think you're like when you go so early in your career, it's like, man, this is this is just what it's like. You go to the Super Bowl every year, you have a chance to compete. And uh, it's not that's not what the case is, you know. So uh, we, we've been so close and now we finally have another opportunity. And you got to make the most of it because you never know if you're going to have another opportunity. You know, you got You really got to sell out for three hours. <clears throat> and uh, give it your best. Well, the defensive standard here has been so high, and so with that in mind, I, I pose the question, how would you assess like the collective defensive performance in the first two playoff games? Yeah, not good enough. Not good enough at all, and you mentioned it. The standard has been what it has been for as long as I've been here, you know, and we've, we've relied heavily on winning games on defense. Um, holding teams to minimal points, suffocating teams, make you know, dictating how the game's going to go based off of how we go, and, it, and that hasn't been the case the last two games, and that's for you know a, a bunch of different reasons, but you know we have an opportunity to write that. You know they're probably looking at the tape, they're thinking they have a great opportunity ahead, and they you know as they should, they should look at that tape and they should think, and they should think that, um, but to say that we have. You know, a great opportunity to, to correct that and make sure that we give our best performance in the Super Bowl. I think that's exactly where our mindset's at. The issue with the run defense in particular, I think they're giving up like 5.6 yards per carry in the playoffs, which is so unlike you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a collection of things. I think on any given play, when we're not executing the right way, it's just either one guy out of a gap, it's, you know, not giving great effort for, as, a, as a whole, as a group, like we have been in the past. Um, you know, when you're playing violent, you're playing fast, you're playing with great effort, that cleans a lot of that stuff up. So it's from an execution standpoint, from a, uh, a, a standard damp, uh, a standard standpoint, like we just got to make sure we get back to that. In this game, you've played in this game now before. What did you, the one experience that you had in this game, you know, teach you about maybe your approach the second time around? You got to play a full 60 minutes. You know, to say, uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're up by ten points late in the game, and I'm thinking, 
you know, hey, like we were about to win us a Super Bowl and, and the thing, the, that thing switched pretty quick, you know, and that scarred me for life. Like, because now to this day, it doesn't matter what, if it's a preseason, regular season playoff game, you know, I never start getting excited until that clock is zero, you know, and so that's that's got to be the mindset um, playing all the way all the way to the very end because they got a pretty special guy back there throwing the football and, uh, you know, we got to do our best to, to stuff them. Scar you for life. The fact that it's the same team, same coach, same quarterback, even the same color uniforms are going to wear that day. What emotions does that bring, and how do you channel them? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's going to get built up all week. You know, the rematch and uh, and that sort of thing. I think at the end of the day, there is two completely different teams because there's a lot of different faces on each side of the ball. Um, you know, we I think we just got to treat this as as it is. You know, this is a different. Uh, offense than what it was back then uh, when we played them. It, it does have a lot of similar players there, obviously in crucial positions, but we just got to make sure we we, per, we prepare the right way and we're, we're ready to go on Sunday. After that Super Bowl, you felt like you, you, you said after that Super Bowl, you felt like you uh, felt you could get back there. You, were, you know, this is just kind of the mindset because like, oh, it's easy to get back here because you did it so young in your career. How, what was the diff most difficult part of getting back there over these last few years, whether it was COVID year or, you know, coming up short in the NFC Championship? What, what, what has struck you the most about? Yeah, I mean, every year is kind of different. I, th I think, you know, you think back to 21, we barely scraped into the playoffs on that last, you know, game of the season and far away to the to the NFC Championship game and lost to a really good Rams team who went, went on to win the Super Bowl. And then last year, we lose our quarterback in the NFC Championship game, don't really have a chance at it. And then this year, being down in both games uh, in the playoffs to then come back and win them. You know, I think in every single one of those situations, it's just been different. Even back going back to 19, so every year is different. You got to find a way to win and and, and get over that hump. Uh, you know, it, it comes down to one or two plays in the game in the playoffs and and, and even into the Super Bowl. The Ravens um, have a, a very good defense, really good linebackers. They knew that they had to stop Travis Kelsey uh, in that last game, and they and they didn't. What um, what makes that? Uh, so special for the Chiefs that uh, quarterback tight end relationship that we have. Yeah, I think they obviously have uh, as great a bond as any you know one two punch in the NFL. Like from a quarterback and skilled player position, um, maybe in history. You know, I think the fact that they know he, Pat knows exactly where Kelsey's going to be on every given play. Kelsey having the confidence and the trust in in Pat that he can run his routes a certain way where it's not necessarily going to be by the playbook. He's just going to try and find open space and they can. Uh, you know, they can just kind of have a feel out there on the field. You can go into a game saying, you know, we're just going to double them and that's going to open up other things. So you want to try to stay true as well as contest that. But um, yeah, I mean, they're obviously one of the best to do it. When you went in the locker room at halftime Sunday, did you look at a stat sheet where you like, we gave up 280 yards at the first half? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to look at the stat sheet. I'm sure that would have. <laughs> That would have really uh, com compounded on top of the feelings that were already there, but I mean, I knew it wasn't it wasn't a good half at all. Um, and yeah, we had to, we had to switch some things up. Having gone through the adversity uh, as a team or on defense, yeah, on defense, um, you know. I think, like I said before, like this is an opportunity in my eyes to to correct the wrongs that we've that we've had. I mean, you talk about even though we played the way we did and still found a way to win with the offense that we got right now, 
says everything about our team and about our chances of winning this game that's coming up. Because if we do sure up the things that we need to do, if we do come out and we play the defense that I know that we're capable of doing, I know we have a great chance of winning the game. Right, you can play with a ton of passion, and you can see it on the film. If you're watching that film and you see somebody going half speed or loafing, are you the kind of guy that gets in a guy's face and says, hey, that's unacceptable, that's not our standard? You know, I think it's a the thing that is more meaningful than just trying to get on get on specific guys, I think, is being the guy that shows you know, consistency and is the truest example of exactly what we're looking for. You know, I can look at game, I can look at plays in that this past game where I wasn't fully giving my 100% effort, you know, and it's like, who am I to sit there and talk down on somebody else when I wasn't all the way there? You know what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to look at myself first in the mirror and make sure that I'm the example. Today when we're out there to practice, how, how do you look in practice right now? Like, how do I look and what example am I giving to my guys for what we're trying to look like on Sunday? It's not just going to happen just because we talk about it. It's got, it's got to be something that you do day in and day out, and we have that opportunity today. Trent's locker situation is unique. Um, yes, it is. I think to the uninitiated, it would be like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> but I guess what, do you, what does it say about him and his status on the team that yeah, it is funny that, I mean, it really doesn't get talked about much. We just kind of walk by and we're like, yeah, this is just kind of, you know, Trent's little mall that he has right here. You know, it's, you know, just kind of his own little area. I mean, he's, he's already got a gold jacket to his name, so I'm pretty sure he can do whatever he wants in that locker room and guys are not going to say much about it. But when you talk about learning from the last Super Bowl, how important it is to play 60 minutes, how helpful is it to have someone like Charverius Ward on the defense that has been through that and won a Super yeah, I mean, uh, it's just helpful to have a Super Bowl champ on our side. You know, a guy who is a a Pro Bowler and an All Pro and has been outstanding for us this entire year. Um, you know, I'm really proud of Mooney the way that he's competed and played this year. And obviously, he's been there, he's done that, and having that veteran presence in the secondary is going to help in, on that side of the ball or on, just in that area of our defense. Um, and we're going to need him big time come Sunday. Three times, you haven't beaten him yet. What's the key to defending him? Yeah, I think that's something that we got to continue to try to search for and find out through the tape uh, leading up to Sunday. And, you know, uh, I think he's obviously one of the greatest to ever do it. And he's going to have his plays in the game. We got to make sure we, we limit him to making the least amount of those as possible during the game. Yeah, I think just the thing that's been so great with, with him and with me and the entire defense is the flow of communication and continuing to, um, you know, to talk through things. I think him obviously coming down from the box to the sideline, me and him talked about it. You know, it's not about just like, you know, the whole energy of, of him being down there. It's more so about just being able to look each other in the eye and in those crucial situations where it's like, hey, what do you want? Like, what do you want? He's asking me, like, what do you want to play here? You know, it's not about just giving a call and making us play it. It's like, no, we're fully into this thing together. You know, we're going to we're going to ride it out all the way to the end. And we have an opportunity to uh, to finish this thing the right way. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's consistent as long as I've been here. You know, I feel like even last year, even though we had a number one defense, like there were times in games where like the first half just wasn't working for us. And we made like one or two changes in, in terms of just what we were what we were calling, you know, simple adjustments. And then we're, you know, we start snuffing people out and it's like, dang, like D'Amico's a genius. He made all these changes and it's like, well, we made a couple changes, but it was just like a matter of just getting in the flow of the game and executing and just making a couple of adjustments. And I feel like that's been the same case here. We, it's not like we did a whole bunch different in the second half. It's just guys started playing, 
you know, and uh, being more aggressive and, and stopping the run. So that puts more pressure on golf, getting three and outs, getting, t getting a takeaway, like those little things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that ring is, but uh, I remember we got one. I was like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. Yeah. You got Super Bowl second year, like, oh, this is the way it goes. Because Trent is like 52 and you know, right. he's going to his first Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. do you, uh, A lot of Trent today. <laughs> yeah. Our secret. Uh, do you have any sense of like just you know, his journey, like having talked to him since Sunday, or do you just know how much this means to him? Yeah, I mean, I think we can all kind of kind of sense how much it means to him, and um, you can you can sense it in the way that he speaks uh, to the team. He always talks to the team right before we head out for the game, and um, you know, and, and just the the emotion that he plays with, the the way that he plays, um, and the emotion he showed after the game, even after winning the NFC Championship, knowing that he has an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it means a lot to him just because at this point in your career, what year fourteen, having done everything did all the Pro Bowls, all pros and all these sorts of things. Like you want to do something that is going to cement your legacy forever. Like being able to win a Super Bowl is everything. So I know it means a lot to them. All right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.